The Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100, get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast's Final Four Watch Party, April the 1st at 7.30pm. SGP will be at the Ice House in Los Angeles. So come hang out with the crew. All the info at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Ice House. Welcome everybody to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Uh, today is Thursday, March the. I'm not even. I haven't got a clue within four days either side today, Baz. 23rd. Yeah, good shout. Yeah, oh, here we go. Uh, that's one pick I've got right this week. Uh, Thursday, March the 23rd. Uh, and we are here still in an international lull. No Premier League. Uh, so Ming and Baz have branched out to uh, find some other stuff. Um, and we might have to inaugurate a new um, a new nickname for, for League One Baz because League One Baz hit all the League One stuff um, and there's more League One this week. So how many times can we say League One in the first 90 seconds? Baz, how are you doing? I was going to suggest, is this not now the League One Gambling Podcast since I've got a 100 very much could be one mix. Uh, and I've got some more League One stuff tonight and we've even gone down to League Two um, but what I really, really like in the lower leagues um, as I say we'll, we'll come to it in a little bit but hit everything this week on those League One picks uh, and hoping to do the same tonight on League One and League Two for the weekend so plenty to get us through the weekend still um, I mean we've got a, we've got a few people in the chat already Moonaf's in there Serial's in there and there's already Lots of squirty cream talk. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was brilliant the next day to see the Discord and so much chat about squirty cream <laughs> or uh, aerated whipped cream, as it was uh, over there. Yeah, and, I'm not having uh, that. You know, important conversation about what it goes with. Somebody suggested it, it's only good for ice cream. Somebody else said maybe it's with your apple pie. I said, for us, it's only in the fridge for the kids to have on top of the hot chocolate. Yeah, the only time we use squirty cream, Mike. But uh, yeah, all the important stuff on the last pod, and and good to see it. In in it inspired some uh, interesting discussion in the Discord last week. It did. It was fun. Well, um, cereals in the in the YouTube comments for the picks, and I think Moonaf's in there for the squirty cream because, uh, yeah, he sent me some screenshots of. I can't. I don't even think I've got the right word to describe what it looked like was going on. Looked like something from. Uh, from an adult entertainment movie bars with me. I was spitting out the squirty cream. You made me laugh is what's happened. And I've still been finding squirty cream um, all week. Um, it's still on my laptop screen. Even now I've, I've turned the light on and the shadows I can see squirty cream everywhere. So yeah, uh, but it was good fun and I appreciate everyone's input. Um, Serial is mentioning the England-Italy game uh, in the chat, which we've got a live... Well, is it a sweat on? We've got a we've got live score score updates. Anyway, it's half time in that game, and it's Italy nil, England two. So England are going along really nicely. Um, the play I gave out was under two and a half, so that's hanging on by a thread. Maybe England can shut up shop. Actually, gave out Italy to win, but then we called an audible upon seeing that Italy had no strikers. Um, 
available at all. So Italy might struggle to score. Just depends if England go for the third or shut up shop a little bit. And what I am going to claim is uh, Bosnia are two nil up as well against Iceland. Bosnia were a pick I gave out in the in the same group as Portugal. Portugal are uh, leading Liechtenstein one nil, but Bosnia hurts the governor a two nil up against Iceland. Um, and we're going to dip into the international stuff again this week. But um, I'll pass the bat on to you, Baz, because you gave you took on two League One games on Tuesday night, I think it was, and I believe you absolutely nailed them. Did indeed, yeah. We started off with the um, Plymouth v Accrington game. Uh, it was a game I had a strong lean towards Plymouth. Accrington weren't in good form. Plymouth were coming into it in good form. And it was a really important game for Plymouth at the top of the division. Back Plymouth to win. At the time of putting them out, they were around even money. Um, and it was the same price for them to score two or more goals. That was on the Sunday night. By the time the game came around, those prices had shortened quite a bit. Um, but it came in fairly comfortably. They were 2-0 up early in the second half and uh, Accrington down to 10 men. It looked home and host and never in doubt. The other one, though, that was absolutely beautiful was was the Barnsley-Chef-Wed game. I said I had a bit of a lean, despite the fact Chef-Wed, you know, I was fading Chef-Wed, who were 23 games unbeaten. Uh, they'd kept three clean sheets in the last four. And I faded them just because Barnsley were firing. They were, they were scoring lots of goals. They were 11 unbeaten themselves. I had said I had a lean towards Barnsley to win the game. And Barnsley went the opposite way. Their prices went bigger. I, I tipped them to score over 1.5 goals at 13-8, to and that, that went off at almost even money. Uh, sorry, almost two to one on the night, so plus two hundred for them to score two or more. And I tipped eleven to two, so plus five fifty for them to score three or more in the game. Uh, that came in as well, and it came in at around seven to one on the night. Um, so there were some really, really good picks from that. You, you could have backed Barnsley to win. Barnsley goals finished four two. I mean, they were two nil up inside twelve minutes. So my over one point five had cashed really early on. Two nil up, finished four two. Everything I suggested on that game came in. Um, and there was some really, really good feedback from that. Um, you know, we had a few people on Twitter reply and saying they'd tailed us on those. Uh, I know in the Discord chat, there was a few people had backed the goals, the two and a half goals. And Brian had laddered the goals and cards, because you'd mentioned cards in that Chef Wed Barnsley game. Brian laddered yeah. the goals and the cards and got all the way up to a 20 to 1 shot for, I think, six cards and, and four goals or something like that. So there was loads of winners um, from the listeners as well, which is always good. Um, so, yeah, ab- absolutely smashed it. I love it when I, I said at the time, you know, we don't often delve into those lower games. But when I looked at the games, the games were there. They were the only two games of the week domestically. I looked at them and I just had really strong leans to them. Really loved the picks at the time. Uh, and that doesn't always translate to winners in the end, but it's nice when it does pay off like that. And also good to see a lot of people getting on them. So, I mean, I, I think with that, it's a good time to sort of push the socials. If you are on Twitter and you don't follow us, follow on SGPN Premier, at SGPN Premier. Like and share our posts. Let us know if you hit a winner, because we do like to see people winning from what we put out there. So more interaction on there is greatly appreciated. It was good to see a few people doing that this week. Um, get in the Discord channel, share your bets. You can also follow me on TikTok at Toonbaz Football, where I put out some of the shorter stuff. Uh, I mean, that's if the Americans don't ban TikTok. I know they've uh, been grilling the top dog over there in the States. They're on about banning it because they think they're all Chinese spies or something. Um, and YouTube. We're quite new on YouTube and, and it's good to get more and more people on there. So do follow us on YouTube again, SGPN Premier. Um, and, you know, 
get on YouTube, you'll see more of our big ugly faces on your screen. Uh, or just watch Malcolm spitting cream all over the place. What's not to like about well, that, guys? Um, there, Malcolm. Whilst we're pushing the socials, let's also tell everyone if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you're listening to the show, rate it, review it, tell your friends, spread the word. We're still only four months since we started the podcast, so we're still still in our infancy. Uh, and the one way you can thank us for what we do is is to help spread the word and make it uh, you know make it bigger. So do remember to rate, review, and tell a friend and get us. Uh, Get us more people involved. Uh, yeah, well done. But as a comprehensive guide to uh, the social media of the Premier League Gambling Podcast, uh, on the back of those beautiful picks on Tuesday night. So, yeah, it is, it is international week, which means there's no Premier League, no championship. So, Baz is going to dive into League One and League Two again. Ah, you've gone full on global, Baz. Now, I've got picks from places. I've got picks and places you've never even heard of, Baz. Uh, but it's a winning pick. Um, I've got loads of them. So what I did was I scored the globe. And if there was no winning pick in the big games, Baz, I moved on. And I kept moving on until I found the winners. And I found myself in some straight, strange parts of the planet. Uh, but if that's where the winners are, that's where I'm prepared to go. Um, so we'll decide in what order we're going to do this because it could be very confusing if we go from Accrington to Israel and places. So we'll decide what we're going to do in a minute. Um, the I'll tell you about the WinBet, the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Uh, be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern during WinBet Win Hour marquee games of the week. We'll have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. Loads of ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet $100. Get $100 limited to state availability. And for the DJs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parley of the week, you'll get a $1,000 free credit. Plenty to choose from. Head to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present the state where play through WinBet is available. If you wish somebody knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-47-00-SGP. Final four. Uh, watch party at the historic Ice House in Pasadena, CA. Saturday, April the 1st at 7.30pm. Get all the details at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Ice House, and then the Masters competition with this preposterously good prize. Uh, you can hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim uh, at the Circa Las Vegas. A three-night stay at the Circa to hang with the boys. Uh, con- contest is completely free to enter. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. If you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room at the Circa using the promo code SGP15. Um. Chats, I'm trying to catch up the chat. You know, they're egging the cup chats back as well. I said, I forgot to try that, Bass. I keep forgetting. I'm going to have to make a, a little note on me thing for the egg in the cup. Um, yeah, eggs in here at the moment, but I'm definitely going to go back to it. I did enjoy it as a little late night snack. It was all right. Yeah. I, um, I used the last egg uh, last night, much to Bob's horror. He shouted at me earlier on um, because he wanted pancakes for his seat, but I informed him that I'd eaten the eggs. Uh, the night before, I had a little sort of a little pulled gammon thing, Baz. A little pulled gammon, peppers, onions, spicy sauce, and then I shot a fried egg on the top at the end. What a guy. Nice. Um, nice. But yeah, Bob wasn't impressed with that. Right. In what order are we going to do this shenanigans, Baz? Are we going to jump around from me. League One, League Two, or are we just going to... Where do you want to go? Well, I've, I've got I've got some League One picks, two in League One, two in League Two, uh, and I've got a parlay for the internationals, which I spent about 30 seconds on. Um 
I'll be honest, this international stuff does my head in. Like, I just, I've, the World Cup was fine. I, I, I can handicap that World Cup. We know the teams, we know the players. We've got a really good handle. But how you start sort of handicapping your Moldovas and your Kazakhstans and all that, I look at it and it just gives me a headache. I mean, Serial put a, uh, a big long parlay in the Discord last night. I don't know if you'd seen it. There was about nine, ten picks in there. And you look at it and you just think, I've got a headache just looking at that. Do you know what I mean? It might be a win type, but I haven't got a clue. I could I just I couldn't even be bothered to start thinking about all of these games. So yeah, I I, I took a very broad brush approach to the internationals. I knew you'd be all over it and go. That is one it. of the follies of International Week is you you do you'll you'll put on the twelve team parlay and it'll be yeah. like Germany at one to thirty three, Spain at one to thirty three against like you say, Moldova, Liechtenstein, San Marino. And then someone somewhere will cop it up. Like there'll be a there'll be a Latvia nil, Italy nil or something, you know. And it's it, I mean, I've been doing that for 45 years, man and boy, like so. Um people, I'll tell you, but the people are here to listen to you, Baz. You're the hot hand, so um get I'll going with, with, with some uh, League One league action. One. I'll go go League One, and then you can delve into some international stuff, and then we'll dip into League Two. All right, I'm happy uh, with that. Later on. So League One was where we had our success the other day. So I just had a look. look we've got a full set of fixtures um, Saturday and a game on Sunday. So I'll pick one from the Saturday, one from the Sunday. The first game I looked at in League One was Peterborough v Derby. Peterborough 31 to 20 plus 155. The draws at 5 to 2 plus 250 and 13 to 8 for Derby. That's around 165-ish, something like that. Uh, an important game, this one, at the top end of the table. Derby currently sitting fifth place um, with the th- places three to six, getting you into the playoffs with a chance of getting promotion. So Derby currently sitting fifth inside the playoff spot. And Peterborough just four points behind them in seventh. Um, so just out of the playoff frame, but a win would put them right back in the mix. So a really important game for both teams here in terms of those playoff positions. Peterborough have won three, drawn two, lost one in their last six. Um, they scored eight in the last two games, though. Two high-scoring games recently. And the over 2.5 hit in the last four games for Peterborough. And it also hit in six of the last eight for Peterborough. Derby's last six, they've lost three, uh, won two and drawn one. Really patchy form from Derby of late. They'll be disappointed with a defeat to Fleetwood last week, but the other two defeats in their in their recent run of form did come against Plymouth and Barnsley, um, two sides that I'd put up earlier in the week who were in really really good form. So you know, no disgrace in those two. Um, but Derby have been in decent form in front of goal though. They've scored nineteen in the last ten. Um, last weekend was actually the first time they'd failed to score in a game for fourteen league games. I mean, Derby had got themselves right into the playoff frame with a fantastic unbeaten run. For it went from November, beginning of November, all the way through to the end of January, uh, without a single defeat in ninety minutes. The only defeat they had was a, a Liverpool uh, defeat in the League Cup, and that went to penalties. Um, that unbeaten run was ended by West Ham in the FA Cup right at the end of January, and it seemed to upset the, the routine there. They'd been unbeaten for so long. After that West Ham game, they went win, lose, draw, win, lose, win, draw, lose, win, lose. So there's no consecutive wins, consecutive draws, consecutive losses. Not not a single one in in um, in that little run. So they're all over the place. I mean, it's really really hard to predict. Uh, I mean, if you follow that, they haven't had consecutive defeats for well over four months. They did lose last week, 
So can they avoid it here? Um, as I say, the, the overs for Derby, uh, I think it is also another one. They, they have scored a few goals in the last um, in their recent games. I've got Derby down here. The overs hit four of the last six. Um, and as I said before, it's hit six of the last eight for Peterborough. Tough game to call on the money line. Um, so I'm just going to go with the goals here. Over 2.5 goals at 9 to 10. Um, and I don't mind pushing it to over 3.5 as well at 9 to 4. Um, so what's that? Plus 225 for the over 3.5. Peterborough have had a couple of 5 2 wins recently. Derby have been involved in a 4 1, a 2 2, a 3 2 in their last sort of five or six games. So both of them are more than capable of making this a high scoring fair. It's a game with quite a lot riding on it. So, uh, yeah, I'll take the over 2.5 as my main pick. Don't mind if anyone wants to get ambitious taking the over 3.5 at around plus 225, 9 to 4. OK, so, so goals. Uh, the, the, the one thing that stands out to me looking at it, Baz, is we had one of the, these games last week. It can't be a draw, Baz. It's another one. Um, it's, it can't be a draw, Darby. Um, Peterborough have only drawn three of their 37 league games this season, which yeah. is a quite remarkable record, really. If you look down the... The table from the top, it goes 8, 9, 12, 6, 10, 10, 3. So it's an absolutely massive drop-off. And then after that, it gets back to 12, 7, 12, 13, 10. Um, so three draws for Peterborough. I just had a look at the um, at the double chance mark at Derby or Peterborough, but it's at minus 300. We're not going to uh, we're not going to get rich back in that. Um, Serials in the chat saying there's a definite nil-nil incoming. <laughs> He's absolutely right. Yeah. Have you got any I, sense? I, uh, uh, I have yeah, so this, noise. I mean, and the, this, uh, these, this playoff race is wide open in this division as well. And um, the two spots from fifth down, uh, from fifth and sixth, uh, you've got Derby, Bolton, Peterborough, and probably Wickham are the only four teams left in that. Maybe Portsmouth. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a really really big game. But um, both teams will be going for it as well. No important. So yeah, happy with the overs. Yeah. Um, and you've got one more league, one game, Bas. Yeah, so I'll, I'll move on to that one. So I mean, the two games I've looked at, uh, I've got a very similar feel to them to the two games I picked earlier in the week. So that Peterborough Derby game, two teams at the top end, both scoring goals, very similar to that Barnsley Chef Wed game, which ended up four two. Um, and then the Plymouth game that I picked earlier in the week was Plymouth against the low, lower side. Um, and with that, my next game is Forest Green um, against Chef Wed. And that's on the Sunday. So we're back to Chef Wed again, having faded them the other day. Forest Green are rock bottom in the league. Um, bringing in Duncan Ferguson and the manager's done absolutely nothing to help their cause. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still without a win in eight games. Um, they're now 16 games without a win, Forest Green. And they've only had three draws in that. It's 13 defeats and three draws in the last 16. They really are in absolutely shocking form coming into this game. So Sheffield had that defeat on Tuesday at Barnsley, uh, where, where I said I would fade them. Uh, that broke a 23-game unbeaten run. And for me, this is just the perfect fixture for them to bounce back here. Um, it's a quite a short handicap, really. Forest Green are just awful. And Sheffield are a good side. Um you know, they're usually good defensively. I backed them to concede goals the other day, but they had kept three clean sheets um, in, in the recent games. Um, and they did get a couple of goals against Barnsley, which which was reassuring. So I think they can get a couple here, probably come away with a 2-0 or a 3-0 or something. I'm taking Asian handicap here. Uh, Chef Wed, minus one at 4-5 is minus 125. 
Uh, or if you want to get plus money, I've no problem with anyone taking them just to win by two or more. So minus 1.5 is plus 130, 13, 10, Sheffield Wednesday to win by two or more. I mean, four of the last six defeats Forest Green have had have, have come by a two-goal margin. Um, and as I say, prior to the Barnsley game, Sheffield did have three clean sheets in four. I can say a 2-0 or a 3-0 Sheffield. So so that's a pick for me. Sheffield on the handicap. Your safe route is minus one, where you'll get your money back on a one-goal win. That's four to five, minus 125. Or if you want to be a bit more ambitious, just take them to win this by two or more and get your plus 130. Um, I tell you what, talking about safe routes, if you're... Uh, if, if you don't mind... Eating a bit of juice if you if you're not a working man like us, I think that minus two hundred on Sheffield Wednesday is like finding money in the street. Like you've got Forest Green who've um, only avoided a defeat thirteen times out of the thirty seven games, so one in three they avoid the defeat. But um, yeah, yeah Sheffield I mean, Wednesday I looked at it yesterday it was even it was an even better price than that. They were around yeah. about I think it was four to six yesterday. Um, and it's shortened up in the last day or so, so it might get shorter again. Um, you know, if you're going to back, but potentially um, something you can stick in your accumulator if if Serial's got his uh, 12 team European accumulator going, and then stick Sheffield on the bottom because that price, that price is a really nice price. Yeah. Um, and it is the perfect bounce back spot. They're a weird club, Forest Green. Do you know where Forest Green Rovers is, Baz, in the country? Not a clue. No, no one does. I even asked Terza this, and Terza didn't know. Now Terza knows shit like this. Um, it, he thought it was somewhere near sort of Essex, London way, but it's um, it's in Gloucestershire, Baz. It's near uh, Cheltenham. But it's but just really they're not even a club, are they? Their owner's like a massive vegan activist, isn't he? So the whole yes. club is vegan. There's no food for the fans or the players that isn't vegan food at all. Yeah. Uh, he's a proper eco-warrior, isn't he? Um, you know, everything's in your recycle. Yeah, I, I like what I don't mind all that shit. If you sign if you sign for the club, you have to agree to go vegan or you can't sign for them. Don't, They've got a vegan pitch, Baz. I don't like that shit. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Baz is out. I'm not, I'm not bothered about all your recycling and that, but don't be pushing your veganism on me. Like, I can't, I'm, I'm not a fan. Uh, They're not pushing it on you, Baz. Nah, not. Well, you're you're saying you don't mind it. I do mind it. Yeah. Find, All right. find it offensive. Okay. Um, right. on the barbecue for me, please. No bother. We will, Baz. Go and um, we'll do some international stuff. Then I'll give out a couple of my. I've got four actually, so I'll give out two of mine, um, and then we'll head down to League Two. Um, I need to tell you first about ba, 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 when I can find it. Um, whoa, the NBA podcast those more adverts than everyone else uh, Underdog Fantasy they've got listeners but that's the key to that uh, that's what the advertisers are paying for Underdog Fantasy uh, heating up for March Madness College Pick'em uh, it's a great way to get in on the action especially if your bracket is busted after day one plus Underdog Fantasy has your favourite college basketball player props head to underdogfantasy.com use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks, underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Okay, so um, internationals are uh, happening all weekend at all times of day and night, all around the place. It's Euro 2024 qualifiers and qualifiers in the various um, 
confederations. So you've got CONCACAF qualifiers, you've got AFCON qualifiers all going on. Um, but I'm going to start in Europe. I've got two I've got two picks from Europe. Seems like a, a sensible place to start. And they are both from Saturday. Uh, and they're both not as silly as you might be expecting. The first game I'm going to look at here is a 7.45 kickoff um, on Saturday evening, 2.45 Eastern time between Spain and Norway. Um, Spain are 1-3, minus 300 to win the game. Um, the draws forward to one Norway are 17-2, plus 850. Uh, Spain, just generally reliable in qualification. They will they kind of always just, they never end up in a, in, in a playoff. They, they'll kind of sail through qualification. Um, they kept the clean sheets in three of their last four Nations League games and three of the last four World Cup qualifiers as well. Um, they did have a bit of a mad World Cup. Japan got to them. Um, but they're especially good against second-rate teams, these kind of teams that are just below top class. So these clean sheets have come against teams like Greece, Sweden, Kosovo, Slovakia, and Norway very much fit into that mould. Now, the big news coming out of Norway is that there's no Haaland playing. Um, and he is by far and away their best player. Odegaard plays, good player, obviously, but Haaland's the one who's going to get the goal. So we've seen Sweden before, um, Spain before, can just absolutely dominate a game. They'll have 82% possession and they'll just pass them to death. Um, they did score in four of their six uh, Nations League games in Norway. The field, but again, it's the better teams at the field against Serbia. Uh, in Slovenia and then in the World Cup they failed to score against the Netherlands Latvia Turkey um, and they're all with Haaland now replacing Haaland will be Alexander Soloth you might remember him from Crystal Palace played half a dozen games came from Germany big reputation never scored for Palace not surprisingly they never score um, he's actually got a decent record 16 goals in 45 games but after that they've got no real goal threats at all uh, so I just think Spain will strangle this uh, the pick's going to be Spain to win to nil so Spain with a clean sheet is a price of minus 110, 10 to 11. Um, if you wake and think Spain have scored in each half and won 2 0, this isn't going to be a surprise at all. So that's going to be my first one. Um, my second one uh, kicks off slightly earlier today, which it's a 5 pm kickoff, uh, which will be a 2 pm Eastern time. In fact, I think it's a 3 pm Eastern time because the clocks don't move till Sunday. Um, me and Munaf and the MLB boys have been getting that wrong all week. Uh, the game is Israel against Kosovo. Uh, Israel are the 10 to 11 minus 110 favourites Italy have scored there goes the under according to Seville that's a pain in the arse uh, sorry Simez if you're listening um, he had a treble on he backed um, Barry's two but league one picks yeah. put, put my under in it's the third leg <laughs> you'd think <laughs> you would have learned by now you'd think you would have learned by I spoke to on the phone earlier on and I, I apologised about six hours ago so you can't have a problem with it Like, um, surprised it lasted this long this one, there. though, this next one, Simmons, you make your money back on this, no problem. Israel, 10 to 11. Uh, the draws are plus 240, 12 to 5. Kosovo, 16 to 5, plus 320. Did you know, Baz, that Israel are the goals galore kings of Europe? I didn't know that. Mate, oh. unbelievable. Eight games in a row, both teams to score. The last 12 games, Baz, totals 3 4 3 4. Five six three five five seven four five. I mean, what are we doing here? Like every you think uh, Keegan's entertainers. Like um, at home, the last five games have scored two, two, three, two, and five. Um, all against very similar levels of opposition that they'll face here in Kosovo. Um, 
Iceland, Austria, Moldova, Scotland, the Faroes, Albania. Um, Kosovo over-unders, kind of 50% for them. Um, in, but in international football, that's actually quite high. Um, Simmons has just messaged me. Just got a little WhatsApp that simply says, you suck, off Paul. Um, so Kosovo can be quite pragmatic. Um, they've conceded twice recently to Northern Ireland, Greece and Georgia. The over two and a half goals here, Baz, is plus money. It's 11 to 10. Um, both teams to score is minus 110. If you want to go a little bit safer, um, so that's 10 to 11. But I'm, I've got my ladder out here, Baz. Um, it's really just, they win 5-2, 4-3, they get beat 3-2. It's absolutely wild. So we'll go up the ladder over two and a half goals um, at 11 to 10. We'll then go over three and a half at seven to four and over four and a half at seven to one. Um, that over four and a half goals has hit in six of those last 12 games, which is a ridiculous um, a ridiculous stat. So six to 12 games, 50%, we're getting seven to one for it. Uh, team total on Israel, if you want that as well. Um over one and a half goals is 11 to 10 and over two and a half is 72 plus 350. Uh, so we've got a million different ways of skinning that cat. Um, I'll throw in my goal scorer. No, in fact, we'll save my goal scorer for the end because I haven't got a parley. Um, but you've got um, you've got a knacker, so I'll throw my scorer out later on. So yeah, there we go, Baz. Um, you now know everything you need to know to get stuck into Israel. How are you feeling about that? I don't mind it. You've talked talk me into it. I'm looking at Kosovo's recent results here and they've not kept a clean sheet in the last four. Faroe Islands managed to score against them. Armenia put a couple past them. Um, Cyprus scored against them. Even Northern Ireland put two past uh, Kosovo and I would class Israel as a better side than Northern Ireland. Um, so yeah, I don't, don't mind that at all. Nice one. Uh, so okay, so I've got two more to come but you can uh, you can dive into League 2 for us, Buzz. All right, let's uh, scroll back up the page to uh, where are we starting in League One? We're starting off with Hartlepool v Leighton Orient. Uh, Hartlepool currently sits second from the bottom uh, in a relegation battle. Leighton Orient, on the other hand, are flying high, six points clear at the top and with their sights firmly on promotion. Hartlepool have got no win in the last eight games, six draws and two defeats. Um, in those eight games, but no real leans between the unders and the overs, four, four either side, so four times under 2.5 and four times they've went over 2.5. But the both teams to score has sit, hit in six of those last eight. Um, Hartlepool have got the worst defence in the league, conceding 66 goals in their 37 games so far. And they've not kept a clean sheet in any of those last eight games. Um, bear with me. One second, yeah. Leighton Orient are the exact opposite. So where Hartlepool are without a win in eight, Leighton Orient are unbeaten in their last eight. They've won four and drawn four. So Leighton Orient have actually drawn their last three games and Hartlepool have also drawn their last four. Um, so, so lots of signs towards a draw here, uh, but that's not where I've gone. Hartlepool, as I say, haven't kept the clean sheet in, in eight. And on the exact opposite of that, Leighton Orient haven't failed to score in their last eight. It's another one that's got a very similar feel to that Plymouth game I picked in earlier in the week, um, where Plymouth cruised to a 2-0 win against Lowly Accrington. And I think Leighton Orient will get a win here. And I also like them to score two or more. So Leighton Orient on the money line is currently at 7-10. But I think better value is probably for them to score two or more against the worst defence in League Two. And that's available at 10-11, to 11, so just a shade under uh, even money. 
Uh, I think that's probably the best bet here. So I do like Leighton Orient to win the game at 7-10, to 10, uh, but I also like him to score two or more um, at 10-11. to 11. So Very similar to my pick earlier in the week. On that Plymouth game, I can see it going a similar way, 2-0, 3-0, Leighton Orient here. Yeah, so just on Hartlepool, they're kind of minus 400 to get relegated. Um, but I think they've got to, they could get out of this. I think they've still been shown kind of signs of life. They got ahead twice at Bradford City last week um, and were pegged back. Um, and As I say, they're not, they're, not, they're not losing often. There's loads of draws yeah. in there, which is encouraging. Um, I just think this game's probably one, one too far, I think. And they've know. been scoring some goals. I mean, I would look at, I know what we've got, nine games left. Harrogate Town, for me, are really, really struggling. Uh, they're 20-1 to 1, uh, still to get relegated, but they just don't score goals. Um, they, I've got a mate who works there and he, he kind of fears for them a little bit, but they might just have enough points. They've got, they've got seven points on Hartlepool. Um, but so, which is quite a lot at this stage with nine games there. But yeah, I do think Hartlepool can survive. At that point, that would put Crawley Town in the chair really to get relegated. It was plus 225, 94. So if I was going to have a little punt there, I would take Crawley over Hartlepool. But um, yeah, go on, Baz. So yeah, next up um, for me is, uh, and it's quite a short handicap, not, not going into too much depth yet, but it's uh, Stevenage v Salford. All I did here is just look at the form table, um, which covered the last five games and looked for the goals column, seeing which teams had had loads of goals in. Um, and Salford stand out like a sore thumb, where every other team's had sort of nine, ten goals over the last, you know, in, in the games, not themselves, over the last five games. Um, Salford games in the last five have had a total of 24 goals. So they're averaging nearly five goals every game. Uh, so I looked then at, at Salford's form going a little bit further back. All of the last seven games had, had hit uh, both teams to score. Five of the last six went over 2.5. Four of the last six went over 3.5. Um, in the top half of League Two, only one team has scored more than Salford. Um, but similarly, only one team has conceded less than them. So they're full of goals at both ends. Uh, recent results have had 3-1, 4-3, 3-1, 5-2. Um, so, so plenty of leans towards goals there. Um, and Stevenage have had a couple of over 3.5s themselves, two in the last five games. Two teams with plenty to play for here. Stevenage sitting in second place in the automatic promotion spots and Salford down in seventh, just clinging on to that last playoff spot in League Two. Um, so I'm willing to back the trend here of goals in in this game. I've gone for my pick over 2.5 as plus money. I was really surprised given the number of goals in Salford games. 24 in the last five, and you're getting plus money, plus 105 for over 2.5 goals. I think that's a really, really good price. And it's another one where I'm going to ladder it a little bit. I'll go the 3.5 at 5 to 2, plus 250. Uh, and let's have a little dabble, a little sprinkle on the over 4.5 goals here at 7 to 1. Uh, really, really fancy the goals here. So Salford just can't keep them out, but do score plenty at the other end. And as I say, it is another one where it's a, a big game at the top end of the table, much like that Sheffield Barnsley game the other day. Um, so my picks actually in League 1 and League 2 almost mirror each other. I've picked the, the sort of similar similar patterns. Uh, but yeah, that's the, that's the play for me here. Uh, over 2.5 is the main one. Over 3.5 and 4.5. If you fancy getting fancy and getting up that ladder. Okay, more ladder stuff. Second ladder of the night. We're enjoying the ladders, Buzz. Um Okay, like that. So, um, yeah, international stuff. Back, I've got two more picks. 
Um, Cyril is hoping for an appearance for the US, uh, the US men's national team. And I've got good news for you because they will they will appear in a moment. But we need to head to Africa first, Pat. Um, obviously, obviously it's the Africa Cup of Nations qualification tournament. Um, and this game's tomorrow, so um, this is going to be the first one of the weekend. I know we we bounced around chronologically, uh, but it made it made a little bit more sense than bouncing around. Um, geographically. Um, so tomorrow, the game is... Um, I've had a look at you. It's, <laughs> it's the Cape Verde Islands against Eswatini. Buzz? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the game on everyone's lips, isn't it, really? Uh, I mean, talk about the Japan versus USA in the World Baseball Classic. Had 60 million viewers the other night. Um, Cape Verde Islands against Eswatini will absolutely eclipse that. Uh, Cape Verde are 3-1 to one on. Uh, minus 300 draws at 72. There's been some line movement here, actually. In in fact, there's been some line movement in favour of my pick. Um, Cape Verde, we're 1-4, to four, now 1-3. to three. Uh, The draw is 72. And Esfatini are 7-1 to one, uh, when they were 8-1 to one earlier when I picked them. Um, Cape Verde generally do okay. Ex-Portuguese enclave tend to have a lot of kind of Portuguese lower league players who, who play. They generally qualify for this tournament for the African... Cup of Nations, but they have had a bit of a mixed bag results lately. Um, they've only got one cover um, in the last nine games on the Asian handicap against similar teams. They beat uh, Togo 2-0. But the rest of it's all just been very, very um, very narrow and tight wins. Esfatini um, have got some decent form lines here. Uh, they only got turned over on penalties off Senegal. Uh, in a tournament in South Africa in the summer. They've beaten Malawi, they won in Mozambique. They've got a really experienced squad as well. Um, and Eswatini, don't, they just don't get done. So my pick here um, is Eswatini plus 1.5 on the Asian handicap. So it's possible Cape Verde could eke out a one-goal win. Uh, but I think Eswatini would say they've got a lot of experience. Stop laughing, Baz. <laughs> if I was eating squirty cream then, that would have gone everywhere. But Eswatini plus one... Um, if you, They are... Um, Swaziland in case you were wondering uh, quite a recent name change so if you haven't heard of Eswatini it's because they were um, they used to be Swaziland but that price is 11 to 13 minus 117 so yeah Eswatini can absolutely keep it close and then um, I will pander to our American paymasters Baz uh, and we will take on the CONCACAF qualifying um, this game is Saturday at midnight hour time, so early hours of Sunday morning, uh, which will be 8pm um, Eastern time. And the game is Grenada. Uh, Grenada? Grenada. Is that a song? What's that song? Which one is it? <laughs> Grenada uh, against the USA, where Grenada are 40 to 1. Been some live movement here. There were 33 before when I priced this up. 40 to 1 for Grenada. The doors are 12 to 1. USA are 1 to 25, uh, minus 2,500. So, yeah, it's a, um, it's a bit like handicapping Man City, but a bit worse here. Um, Grenada are competitive. In and around their Caribbean neighbours, but that's about it, really. They do struggle kind of out of that area. Comes against better teams. They lost three. Want the Panama, who aren't the best. Qatar, who we saw at the World Cup, beat them four nil. Um, the two teams played each other in June last year. Uh, USA ran out five nil winners. So uh, my pick here is going to be USA minus three. Um, 
Serials just put out in the chat USA minus 3.25, uh, which is another little Asian line. But yeah, so this will be a push if the USA win by three. Just because sometimes you go to these kind of little places and the, the, the environment isn't great, the pitch isn't the best either, do you know what I mean? And it can get caught up a little bit. Um, but USA should have enough. Kind of threes par here. Threes the... the the entry level win for the USA. But I think they can get over this. If you wanted to take three and a half, maybe four, I think you could, because I think USA could rack up five or six. So USA minus three, uh, 15 to 17 um, is going to be the price. So we'll take a push um, if the USA only get it done three nil. Uh, Bars, any strong feelings on Eswatini or Grenada? Well, I had to Google Eswatini. Um to find out, I mean, your knowledge about it being formerly Swaziland is is useful to know. So, uh, I've got yeah. a few few questions for you about Espatini. To be honest, <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to know. Um, do you know what the capital is? No. Do you know what the population Short is? Answer. Roughly to the nearest point one million. Let's three point one. Or to the nearest million, maybe three point one million. Yeah. No, you're out again. Not even within a million there. Um, what about the um, the national dish of Eswatini? You got any idea about that? Is it egg in a cup? It's not egg in a cup. Surprise. Oh. Uh, so, so the answer to those, the capital is Lesotho. Oh, okay. Uh, they've got a population of 1.1 million. Oh, that's close. The national dish is the uh, Karoo roast ostrich steak. They do look oh, Baz. Well, back. You wouldn't have that at Forest Green Rovers, would you? You wouldn't, like, no, but that sounds all right. I'll have a go at that. Um, normally, a lot of these sort of African countries, it's like a porridge-based dish, is there? Um, <laughs> is it? Is there? What are you talking about? <laughs> dish, I, I mean, if you, you, you know, I, I was a bit of a... Porridge? The, the, oh, trying to think what it's called now. Loads of the, the African countries have this porridge dish as their main, as their sort of national dish, and I can't, okay. I can't think what it's called now. Uh, it does come up on the list, Umkushu. Porridge is a classic Swazi dish, um, and that's like a porridge type of thing. But, um, yeah, the, Do they I'll have uh, porridge thing. in America? I'll go with the um, the ostrich instead. Is that a thing? Um, oh, no. Must do. They'll probably call it something else. Oat-related. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, some good facts there about Eswatini. I didn't even know it was a country. So you learn something new. And, you do uh, geography uh, hashtag hashtag geography buzz yeah so um is that you done with the internationals that's me done with the internationals yes uh, i've just got my uh, goal score throughout but you can give us that's, your uh, your parley yeah, first lots, lots to get stuck into there as i say i didn't have a big look at it uh, as i can't stand it um at this stage anyway i, I just don't enjoy it i find it difficult uh, but i have got a parley cuz that's what we're here for um, so I'm going to kick off with a, a full weekend of activity here. Kick off on the Friday night. Uh, and to be honest, if this parlay loses, it's probably going to lose on the Friday night. So I'm kicking off with Belgium to beat Sweden. Uh, they're away from home and the 6-5 to five to win that one. They've got a new manager in, Tedesco, former Leipzig manager. So I'm sort of having a... We, we know Belgium on paper have got a, a strong team, strong squad. They were terrible. Things weren't right in the World Cup. I'm hoping the new manager... Is, is going to have a bit of an impact here. Uh, so Belgium, at a good price to, to put in your accumulators to start us off to beat Sweden. Then we'll move on to Saturday, and we've got Croatia to beat Wales on the Saturday. And if we're still alive on Sunday, I'll take Denmark to beat Kazakhstan, England to beat Ukraine, 
to give us a five to one winner. Um, so that's Belgium to beat Sweden, Croatia to beat Wales, England to beat Ukraine, Denmark to beat Kazakhstan. Five to one plus five hundred for your poly. Nice one. Um, I'll start the goal scorer then. I'm going to go back to the game that's full of goals, the Israel-Kosovo game. And uh, Mano Solomon, who's been bagging all the goals in for Brighton recently. He scored, he scored four on the spin um, for Brighton. Uh, scored some good goals as well. He's in really good form. Um, no reason why he won't get a start here. He's 7-1 to one to score first and 5-2 to two, uh, plus 250 to score any time. So yeah, he's in great form, full of confidence. Um, like I say, it's really been scoring goals for fun, so you should land a chance. So I think it's a really live, kind of a, a, a nice, not underdog price there, but yeah, plus 250 anytime is a, is a tidy price, so he would be my goal scorer pick. Um, and I think that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, is us for this evening. We're going to have to do this all again on Sunday, Baz, and find some other stuff to bet as well. I've got, um, I've got a, another parlay throughout, just Purely my League One and League Two picks. For anyone who likes to mount them all up, going with the uh, the sort of safe line on each of my picks. So that was over two point five goals in the Peterborough Derby game, over two point five in the Stevenage Salford City game, uh, Leighton Orient to score two or more against Hartlepool, and Sheffield minus one on the Asian handicap. Get to a twelve to one plus twelve hundred uh, parlay there. So I'm also going to have a little little dabble on those four. I mean, we hit four from four midweek. It's probably unlikely that it does the same at the weekend, but it's worth a little bit. Yeah, you can do it, Baz. I, I seem to be in much better form on the midweeks than it comes to Saturday and everything. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, had a really good midweek last week. Started the Premier League really well with a Friday night game. Uh, Saturday and Sunday turned to shit. And then as Monday, Tuesday comes round, <laughs> everything starts winning again. So, a uh, little bit of a pattern there. Um, smashing right thank you very much Baz um, well done venturing into the lower reaches um, hopefully um, Eswatini etc can get the job done for me as well in the internationals um, yeah and that's it thanks everyone for joining us in the YouTube Baz has already told you earlier on where you can find us uh, in all the socials and we do appreciate it and it is very very helpful if you can get involved the Discord channel again this week I say it every week but it's been absolutely brilliant Like uh, loads of good fun in there so we appreciate all the listeners get involved in there uh, sorry Simmers I'll sort you out with the we'll get on Espertini you'll be alright money back um, and that's doing Bass anything to add? nothing new I'm just going to go and find out some more facts about Eswatini Eswatini quiz yes um, we could uh, they could be our new our new team that we uh, that we follow and sponsor Baz. let's um, see how Eswatini. long it is before we can get our first listener in Eswatini oh Eswatini well, imagine we need, that we need to uh, we need to oh, shit I should have done Nepal shouldn't I He's not there. I don't have to go the Malcolm. He's left us. Oh shit, um, he might have died. He's either, he's either left us or he might have moved to Malawi or uh, Cape Verde. <laughs> Cape Verde, imagine. Cape Verde there. I've made that up. That's that's oh, bollocks. Yeah, we, had, uh, we had a listener, we had a listener last week in Papua New Guinea. Oh, tidy, uh, exotic. And uh, as I say, Malawi. So maybe he's our, our Nepal friend. Who hasn't downloaded the show for several weeks now has moved to one of these more uh, things. But yeah, we have, we have still got some very random places. Uh, <laughs> nice. we, we need someone from like Papua New Guinea or Malawi or one of these lesser populated countries, let's say, uh, to, to get in touch with us on Twitter and just let us know that they're 
um, and we'll give you a shout out because it's good to see so many people from so many far-flung places in the world. But we've got to get an Eswatini listener involved now. Yeah. That's the, challenge. The, the second we get a, a, a download from there, that, that's a celebration. I was looking at the Eswatini, um, the Premier League, like in the the, the squad, and I think there's about 12 of them play for the Royal Leopards and like the other seven play for the Royal Pumas. So I think that was pretty much the only two teams in the Eswatini Prem. So rather play for the Leopards or the Pumas, that's it. But uh, if you are a Eswatini Royal Leopards fan, get in touch, man. Um, cheers, Buzz. <laughs> Good chat. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Good luck with your picks. Um, we'll be back on Sunday. Until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. 